I've had my first, like put my foot down moment where I'm like, this is my rate. Nice. Like I know what my rate is. Um, even for other stuff that I would kind of take, even it's like, oh, this is a great opportunity. Unless the, I will say the opportunity outweighs. Cause there, there has been a gig that I took that I, I should have been compensated more, but the opportunity outweighed the compensation. So, um, but I think it's just putting my foot down and being like, this is my worth. This is my, what, like my, like you said, the art, like my craft, like what I, my skill set. this is what it's worth. And then on top of that with COVID, it's like, is it worth me? Like you said, a hundred bucks. Is it worth me going out here, being around people for a hundred bucks and that's it? Like, and possibly getting, you know, sick, you know, let's not speak that, but you know, it's, you also have to factor that into how times are now. What's up everybody, it's Abby here and welcome to another episode of Modern Day Unicorns. Today I have Christy. Christy and I went to high school together and now it's like, it's a, it's a hot minute since then. Now that's actually, that's, that's actually a mess. But uh, she's doing some wonderful things and I wanted to make sure I brought her on here so she can share her journey. She's an athlete, she's an actress, she's a bunch of different things. So I wanna kick it off. Christy, please tell us a little bit more about you. Okay, yeah, so uh, played basketball, ran track my whole life. Uh, went to Kennesaw State where I graduated. Um, studied film and communications and kind of fell into marketing full time. So I kind of put my dreams on hold. Um, COVID hit and lost my job as did the rest of the marketing department. And then I was like, yeah, let me uh, start taking my dreams back seriously because I feel like everything happens for a reason. And so since October last year, um, I, I used that kind of as my point where I started taking acting seriously. So I started acting full time as well as writing. And then I still dabble with marketing now, but like it's more acting full time. Well, I think that that's what I like so much about like, in a sense, our generation now is that we kind of did the traditional route. We went Mostly, most of us went to school yep. and tried to do the whole <laughs> right. go get a good job thing. And now many of us in that stage is like, this this ain't gonna work. If COVID didn't do it to you, yeah, it's just like, I, I just can't do this. So tell us a little bit about more of how you did go to school. Yeah. You, you, you went ahead and got your job, but then where, where did, how did your dream go to the back burner. Okay. Um, so I will say that I did love my, my last full-time job. Um, and I think it was trying to figure out the difference between, you know, you can have multiple things that you love doing. That doesn't necessarily mean that's your purpose or your calling. Um, and I think just because I loved my job, it paid well, I became kind of stagnant as far as like acting and I was acting still like here and there, but it was kind of hard. Um, I had a very flexible full-time job. So I worked from home. I traveled a good portion of the year. Um, but then with that even being flexible, I had to pass up on auditioning for things that I'm like, okay, cool. I have an audition on this day, but if I book this, say August 20th, I know I'll be in Florida working an event on August 20th. So I can't even audition. So it kind of kept doing that to the point where I'm like, I look up a year later has passed and I haven't auditioned for anything. Cause I'm just like, oh, well, I can't audition for that or I can't audition for this because I'll have to be here, be here. So that's kind of how it got pushed back. I will say that was still writing because writing you can do at any time, anywhere. You don't need anybody else. Um, but acting is a little different. So that's kind of how it dwindled to the back burner. 
<laughs> That's dope. Well, I mean, the situation isn't dope, but I like the fact that you realized what was going on and had the opportunity to, I'm calling it, you know, pivoting. To pivot and say, like, I want to focus my energy and my attention in this direction intentionally without the work or the job getting in the way. Because, I mean, same thing, like, PE teacher, good job, paying my rent, all this other stuff. But I'm just like, it's not enough. It's not what I need to do. So in, in terms of that, um, like juggling those things and COVID actually did it to you. So you actually didn't like resign. You were kind of told like, okay, go ahead. So with that in mind, I know uh, many people just weren't in the space to say, okay, I'm gonna pick up my dreams full time. How was, was there any, how did you, let's say, were you prepared to not have a job? How were no. you, how were you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not prepared. When I say that was probably one of the, I never understood people being super, de and this might sound like super naive and kind of like a, a form of privilege of, of being like, oh, why are people so upset when they lose their jobs? Like get another one. But at the time where I lost my job, you know, we had the George Floyd situation happen. And then I live in Atlanta and just like everything and COVID. And that was like fresh when COVID was hitting. It was terrifying, it's still terrifying. Um, so all of this is going on and I'm thinking like, oh, I'm, I'm probably good. My job loves me. I do what I'm supposed to do. And it was just, I, I kid you not, I was literally at that moment, I was at my storage unit. So I have like my storage unit for the Southeast and I'm loading up, doing what I'm supposed to do, going above and beyond. And I get a call and it's just like, do you have a moment? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just loading up to do what I'm supposed to do. And she's like, yeah. Um, so I have so-and-so on the phone and my, you know, my boss was upset. She was choked up. Oh, you, you know, you're one of the hardest ones to let go. So it was like, I wasn't expected. I didn't think I was going to be in the group that was um, let go. So no, I wasn't prepared. There was a lot of things that with having consistent income like that, that I was preparing for, like to purchase a house and, you know, life things. And that just, it came, it just like slapped me in my face. <laughs> So I definitely, it took some months because I think I got laid off last June or July. I think like with the severance and everything, I think it was around June or July. So that kind of shows you how many months it took me to kind of pick myself back up and be like, okay, I need to figure something out. Because what I was doing in marketing was field marketing. And there is no field marketing. There's no events going on in 2020. There's no people, like there's no interaction with people because of COVID. So even if I wanted to find another job, there were no other jobs in the field that I had almost 10 years of experience in. So I just kind of had to pick myself up and figure out like, what is it that I want to do? What is it that I love to do? And there has to be a reason that this happened at this time. So, mm. yeah. Now, now with all that going on and you kind of figuring out where you want to be what are you now what are you now doing what did you do first kind of after you got out of that haze of like what is happening like how did you how did you strap up your boots and say okay this is how this is the plan moving forward yeah um so crazy thing is it's you know I feel like blessings do come through people um and I had a friend that hit me up to help them just like reading through lines because he's a full-time actor and so then I was like, yeah, like I haven't submitted like to any auditions. And it just kind of like sparked a flame again. And 
being around him and seeing like he's been acting, I think at this point for five years full time um, and seeing kind of like, oh, this is how it's done versus when I was doing, I was like, I think this is how it's done. Like I had the box lights. I had like a backdrop that was just a flat sheet of a bed. Um, but I was just like, okay. So I had more confidence in, in my talent as well as like what I was doing. Like, oh, I am professionally doing these things right. And so I think it started off with that spark. And then, you know, having a mentor essentially be like, okay, well, cool. Like you need some new headshots. Okay, cool. Make sure you're doing this in your auditions. Make sure it was kind of like a mentor and a coach all in one. So, yeah. Nice. So are you, would you consider yourself now a full-time actor? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Uh, you know, I will say it, it looks a lot different than what I thought it looked. Um, it's, it's a lot of studying, um, a lot of reading, a lot of reading scripts, which is great because, you know, for the longest time, and I still want to be a screenwriter. Um, and I've been paid for my services, but I won't say like, I'm a full-time writer because I haven't been taking the initiative to act as that. Um, but with even writing, it's like, if you want to be a great writer, you have to read tons of scripts. And so now I'm like, I'm constantly reading scripts, um, studying, doing character breakdowns, uh, reading books. And then of course, like depending upon like, I don't want to say the market, like the industry at that time, sometimes some weeks are, I could get six, seven auditions and that's six or seven scripts I'm having to memorize and like be like so off book that I'm not even thinking about my lines. And then you have some weeks where I'm like, is anything going to come in? You know, like, so it's definitely a roller coaster. Um, but I will say this year has been pretty consistent with commercials at least. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of reading, a lot of studying, um, a lot of takes, editing, um, and searching too. Cause it's like, you know, we use, uh, I think most actors are familiar with a system called actors access. So that's what, you know, my main thing is, as far as where I get my auditions, if it's not from an agent. Um, so it's also doing, the groundwork for yourself. Even if you have an agent, it's like, you got to put yourself out there. Ain't nobody gonna work for you like you gonna work for yourself. Mm. That's very true. I mean, but this is a side that nobody really tells us. You know, we only yeah. see finished product. Mm -hmm. uh, and so people don't see all, all the back work. And so, yeah. you know, I, I just went into full-time photography, videography, and editing. Dope. And yeah. um, and so when people are like, oh yeah, can you do this for like a hundred dollars? I'm just like, why? Why would you do that for a hundred dollars? It shouldn't take you long. And you're just like, like, but no. you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no. You don't know how long that takes me. <laughs> I mean, it might not even take long, but it's just like, but this is a skill that you don't know how to do. And I think that's exactly. one of the things I want to bring to light is literally putting respect back on the craft of different things. Like the fact that you don't know how to do something means that it's of value to you. And now learning how to value people's time, effort, and you know skill set is something it's it's almost like a lost art like especially if like if people cool with you like oh man she's my friend she'll do that yeah that's the that's the most awkward part of the business oh yeah let me get you to excuse this quick interruption but i have to stop here and make sure i give a shout out to anchor it's been the easiest way for me to make a podcast and it has been free that's right i said free it's a free creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Minimum setup required. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. 
It's everything you need to make a podcast and more. Make sure you go and download that Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started today. Let's do this. I was like, mm. but I, I've had my first, like, put my foot down moment where I'm like, this is my rate. Nice. Like, I know what my rate is. Um, even for other stuff that I would kind of take, even it's like, oh, this is a great opportunity. Unless the, I will say the opportunity outweighs, because there, there has been a gig that I took that I, I should have been compensated more but the opportunity outweighed the compensation. So, um, but I think it's just putting my foot down and being like, this is my worth. This is my, what, like my, like you said, the art, like my craft, like what I, my skill set. this is what it's worth. And then on top of that with COVID, it's like, is it worth me? Like you said, a hundred bucks. Is it worth me going out here, being around people for a hundred bucks and that's it? Like, and possibly getting, you know, sick, you know, Let's not speak that, but you know, it's, you also have to factor that into how times are now. That's true. So, okay. So one other thing, right? People get into these varying fields and, you know, two, three months in, they lose motivation. What is your motivation? How do you keep, how do you keep going? What is not, hmm, what is stopping you from getting another job at this point in time? Like, are you, did you give yourself a time frame? Like, what is keeping you going and saying, I'm a, I'm gonna make this happen. That's a good question. Cause I feel like I gave myself, I was like, okay, well, let me see like where I'm at in a year. I wasn't saying that as far as like, oh, I'm going to quit, but it's just like, let me go full force for a year and see where I end up. Um, I will say like with acting is, it's something different every day. So it doesn't get redundant as like a office job or, you know, other things I've done in the past. So I don't think that's really crossed my mind now if I'm being honest about the full-time it is nice having that paycheck bi-weekly where it's just like I know I'm getting paid this you know and I have thought about like because there's a lot of actors and full-time actors that you know do part-time jobs whether it's bartending or babysitting so I have like looked into that because we do have like some slow moments um but it's just I think I'm at that point now where I'm trying to figure out what does that look like with incorporating if I do get another job. So, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think that that word sometimes can be misleading too. It's just like, I'm full time with this, but that doesn't mean I won't do I mean, something else real quick. Exa- exactly, yeah. That doesn't mean I won't do other things as well. <laughs> it's just like, hey, like we got to yeah. be reasonable. Like, exactly. If I, if I need to go substitute at a school, like it's, it's I'll do what I need to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's up. So, you know, I, I mentioned a little bit earlier that if you can give three tips to anybody looking to start the acting career, looking to enter uh, into, into writing or what have you, just somebody who's at that point where maybe they you know, maybe they did lose their job or maybe they're at the point where it's just like they're unfulfilled in their particular position. What would you say to that person who's had their dreams on the back burner, how to go ahead and bring that thing to back to the front? Gotcha. Um, I guess... I will start specifically with acting um, and I, I'll try to word this because I know with a lot of people losing their jobs, when you say the word invest, it sounds quite, oh, I ain't got that. Like I ain't got this, you know? So it's just like, okay, well let me, let me scale back on eating out so much or let me scale back on certain things where it's like, okay, cool. If I have to invest $500 to have the best headshots that I can possibly have, or go to the best. Can you please like, say that shooter. again? Sorry, please say oh, that. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Oh, what? 
For, I want you to go ahead and say $500 for headshots one more time for me, Oh, please. $500 for headshots, yeah. Tell, tell, <laughs> tell them something realistic. Yes. Thank you. Yes, $500 for some headshots. And I, I, I'll be honest, that was a pill I had to swallow because I'm like, oh, well, I started off. This was maybe like three or four years ago when I first got some headshots. I went the cheaper route, which they were good for at that moment. But it's like if you want to take it serious and you want people to take you seriously, then your headshot should show that. So if I'm giving you a $30 headshot, they gonna look at you like, oh, you $30 talent. So if I'm coming over here with, I'm literally like, who is the best person I can get my headshots from in Atlanta? That's who I need to shoot with. And that takes some research. And just because that might be the best person, there's a lot of great photographers out here, but it's like also finding, you know, the photographer that's best for your skin complexion. Some photographers shoot women better than men, vice versa. Um, so even still to this day, after shooting with who I thought was the best, I still like am putting together a list of people like, okay, cool. Like, I know I want to go for these roles. This photographer does a great job capturing that essence of that character. So that's who I want to go shoot with next. So I would definitely say invest as far as headshots. I would say take the time to figure out what it is as far as what characters you want to play. And that's something I've still... It's like, I know what I want to play half the time. And then I'm like, oh, but I would like to do this too. And this, that, and this, and that. So that would help with the headshots. Because when you go into the headshot, you want to really give off what that role is that you want. So you should dress like that. Your hair should look like that. Makeup should be natural anyways. But your facial expressions, like you should literally look like we got a still out of that scene of that role for that movie. Um, and then building your resume, I would say, and putting, doing the groundwork. So I use Actors Access. I know there's other actors that use um, Backstage. Uh, I forget, there's like, there's like three or four other ones, but I found most success with Actors Access. Um, and then reading a lot of scripts. And I think that can go over for writers or actors. It's like, do your research, take some master classes, go to YouTube University, like do what you gotta do, like really be out there. Um, and that looks different now in 2020 or 2021, how I guess it probably would have looked back before COVID. Um, but yeah, just, just be safe and be smart. And I think that's another level or a layer of things. Like now it's like, I'm also in my personal life. It's like, I'm having to make sure not that I wasn't like taking care of myself anyways, but it's like, I have a different level of caution of where I'm going. So it's like, Hey, I'm not going to go out to a whole bunch of festivals when say I book something later this week and I have to go get a COVID test. I don't want to be stressed out about like, dang, I was just around a thousand people. And if I, if this comes back negative, I lose that job opportunity. So I would say just prioritizing everything too. So. Ooh. That was great though. I, I, I love, I love what you said. And it is, I think bringing to light the things that your due diligence that you have to do for your part um, a lot of times I think people think that just going to be an overnight sensation. They're going to go viral. And even the people that go viral have to learn a whole new skill set and say, well, you've done this. If you want to be consistent, you got to do X, Y, and Z. So that, that was great information. So thank you so much for that. Oh, and I did leave out one, um, co coaching, um, Eric, just like we had to practice for basketball. Uh, you have to practice and be coached. Um, I know it's hard cause for me, I'm trying to wait to, it gets to the point where I can have in-person coaching. Cause I'm like, eh, I did the virtual coach acting classes. Um, I liked it, but I feel like it would just stick better with in-person, but 
whether it's, like I said, if it's taking a master class, if it's getting into some virtual coaching classes, acting classes, um, definitely like practice that muscle. Yeah. Mm, that's dope. Now, one I just want to plug this. I probably did it in another episode, but like you said a lot of the, about reading and where's a great place to find reading material. The library. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> the library. No, and People forget <laughs> about the library. <laughs> it's like the, the library. And they, the, the library <laughs> has transitioned or they were they were ready before COVID for it. For, but um, so the library that I have in Maryland, they have like a whole bunch of like digital resources to use. And one of them is like I should get sponsored by them one day. But uh, the LinkedIn learning, man, LinkedIn learning is like the professional YouTube and it's dope and there's so much stuff even if it's some stuff can be a little bit outdated but the information is still rich from actual professionals so i would just say when it comes to research and everything like that like you have to look around like understanding that purchasing master classes purchasing coaching and these are all things that i've also had to do they can get quite expensive but there are free things there you know youtube there's lots of information that you can find if you do your research and do that so small small plug for the stuff that is that we already have access to if you are a person that doesn't have the funds to to to, to fork up right now now christy i want you to share all of the different places and spaces where people can go and follow and support you along your journey um yeah please share that with us Okay, yeah, I really only use Instagram and TikTok, which I feel like I should be getting back on Twitter because it seems like Twitter is still popping. Um, I get overwhelmed with like social media sometimes. Uh, but Instagram, it's I am Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E, Pistol. Not like the gun really, like more like Pistol Pete Maravich. Um, but yeah, I am Christy Pistol. And then on TikTok, it's just Christy Pistol. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, once again, thank you so much for your time. Um, and your talent and your gifts. We look forward to seeing you on all types of screens all over the world and uh, and wish you the best. So uh, right, thank you. No problem. Anybody else out there, thank you once again for uh, listening or watching to another episode of Modern Day Unicorns. If you yourself are a unicorn or you know somebody else that is, go ahead and tag them below. I'd love to have a conversation with them. And until next time, we'll see you. Bye. <laughs>